Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And of course, with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. I was out on my own, just afraid of taking chances until you came into my life. Welcome to Flame On. My name is Pat on the Talking Bearskin Rug. Also one of your illustrious producers of the show here. And we have a special treat for you. It's a special Microsoft interview. We are kicking off we're kicking off our LGBT musician series with a friend of mine who is also going to be performing here in Orlando and has a bunch of other things coming up. So if you're listening to us not in Orlando, uh, you'll be able to potentially catch him in some other places. But without further ado, I want to welcome to Flame On, Mr. Glenn Stewart. How are you doing, Glenn? Good. How are you doing, Pat? How's it uh, going? Not too bad. Trying to uh, trying to recover from a very long and very hectic gay days weekend here in Orlando. Uh, <laughs> it, it was it was fantastic, and that's part of the reason why I was glad to do a music episode uh, because gay days weekend, especially at the Parliament House, is so chock full of uh, concerts. We had. One, two, three, four, five, six concerts over the course of six days. Wow. Yeah. So I uh you would think I'd be a little music musicked out, but I'm excited to talk to you because I enjoy music and I love, I love... Pat, do you hear that in the background? What is that? <laughs> oh, I thought that was just my pulse. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking to make sure I was still alive, and I wanted to dance at the same time. <laughs> well, for those of you who do not know Glenn, um, Glenn, tell us a little bit about yourself, because I want to just call you the the down-home country rocker, but I feel like that's just pigeonholing you into one little one little box. You know, like RuPaul would say on Dragways. Dragways? Like RuPaul would say on RuPaul Dragways, there's so much more. There's so much more. You know, uh, country rock has been what I've been doing since 2006. And before that, I did cover bands, classic rock, metal bands for 12 years. And before that, in the late 80s, early 90s, um, I was a metalhead kid growing up listening to Skid Row, Bon Jovi, Ozzy, Cinderella, Motley Crue, and was in a hair band. Um, We were signed to an independent label, so the hair was about this 
tall and about that long and um, was thrashing on MTV every single week on Headbangers Ball because we were we had, the video was in rotation. So wow. um, I've done everything from the chorus geek all the way up to just kind of what I'm doing now. I feel like I feel like it's sad, but a lot of our listeners are not going to know what Headbangers Ball is. <laughs> They'd be like MTV showed videos. <laughs> exactly. There was a time. Yeah. There was a time. No, that's awesome. And I mean, we uh, we met just about a year ago at, yes, at uh, Bear Week in Provincetown, Massachusetts, which I'm so excited. We are, um, as of like 8.45 this morning, I'm a month out from getting on a plane and flying back up for, for Bear Week. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, and what's great this time, I'm not performing, so we're going to be able to enjoy the vacation. Oh, uh, you're going to be able to get drunk as hell with us. That's that's, that's it. <laughs> that's the plan. Because uh, Brian, our uh, illustrious leader slash uh, the professor slash Brian the Mayor, or whatever you guys know him as, uh, depending on how long you've listened to the show, uh, it's going to be his first time up in Provincetown. Nice. And you haven't met him yet, but it'll be fun to uh, to get him up there. And it's such a beautiful place. And um, we met, you were, the fun part is if you're a musician and you're playing in Provincetown, you have to shill your own show. You know, they, they'll, they'll book you, but you got to get out there and you've got to be handing out flyers and getting people to buy tickets to that show. Let me tell you, it was 1989 all over again, 2,500 postcards and you have to hand out flyers and postcards to everybody that's stumbling out of the boat slip. They're, they're <laughs> looking at you. They're looking at your flyer like cross-eyed, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah." You know, it's like, "Okay, yep, sure, sure." And it just for hours and hours. I will say the upside of the whole process was um, the tea dance had let out. We were done. We were out of flyers, thank God, and we saved a, a handful for the show beforehand, because you have to pedal about an hour before the concert as well, mm-hmm. um, out front of the venue. And I said to uh, my husband, I says, listen, I says, I really need a coffee. I said, so let's go into the, the coffee shop, kind of a, a diagonal across the street from the boat slip. And we walked in and I see this guy and I'm like, he looked really familiar. And I said to Brad, I says, hey, I think that's Brian Sims. And he's like, what, where? And I'm like, oh no, no, it's it's not. It says, he, it looks too haggard to be Brian Sims. <laughs> Sure, sure than shit, it was Brian Sims. So everybody starts drooling, and uh, we had our picture taken with him, and uh, super great guy. Um, so that that was a, that was a highlight. Oh, for sure, I ran into him twice that week. Yeah. Once I once I found out he was in town because I had seen I I, I don't know how many years he's been he's been going, but uh, two Provincetown Bear weeks ago, um, I saw like you know on his Facebook page, I saw that he had been posting pictures. I was like, damn it, the year I'm not there. Ah. Why? Why? And then I saw him post a picture um, last year, and I was like, it is my goal to beat this man. <laughs> yeah. And the next morning, I'm walking down Commercial Street towards the um, towards the boat slip, um, and I just happened to be walking down the street, and I looked up and over, and there he was. And I, awesome. I, I immediately turned around and went back. That's awesome. I was like, Mr. Sims, hello. That's great. You know, I mean, I stalk him on Facebook. I mean, I follow him (laughs) on Facebook. So, uh, you know, to to see him in person, it was was pretty cool. You know, just just a great guy, really nice, um, you know, super friendly. And, uh, you know, Brian Sims for president. So, for sure, for sure. 
Yeah, and then I I happened to run into him and his uh his partner at the end of my stay there when I was yeah. going. I was like, I'm gonna need to go get food before I make this two hour drive back to Providence to go fly home. Awesome. And uh, I walk out of the the little um the little shop and yep there they are and I'm like oh oh and they're talking comic book movies at the time and I'm like that's awesome I can't not interject into this conversation <laughs> but it was great I, you know it, he definitely that that was a huge a huge highlight um but yeah we met while you were shilling flyers after uh tea dance and yeah. I actually part of the reason what that I went and saw your show is because I'm a sucker for musicians having to shill for their their concerts. Like I, I just am. Like I know, I know you guys struggle, and I know enough independent artists that I'm like, I you know, okay, I got to do this. Uh, so that was the first thing. Second, you're adorable, uh, as is your husband. So I was like, <laughs> I'm all about the cute musicians. I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna go. It's fine. And. Um, and when we were talking about it, like it just, it, you know, and you were mentioning your connection with Drag Race, which we'll get to in, yep. you know, just so or Drag Race, Drag Race, we'll pass Drag Drag Race. Start your <laughs> engines, rum rum. <laughs> uh, so I, I, yeah, that was the point where I was like, you know what? All right, I'll go by. And I was only I was by myself. So it's not like I had to go and convince a group of people and be like, hey, let's go to the show. Although I'm sure right. you would have preferred more tickets being sold that oh, way. Yeah. yeah, tough crowd, tough crowd. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'll drop the money. I'll go, you know, I'll go buy a ticket to the show. And I had bought all of my concert tickets and show tickets before I, I got to Provincetown. I did, you know, same thing I'm doing this year for when I go. Like, I'm going to see Varla. We're going to see Wall Strong, Matt Albert. All of our tickets are purchased already. Like nice. we're set and ready to go. And um, you know, and then I talked to you and I was like, you know what? Ah, screw it. I can go, I can go buy another, you know, buy another ticket to a show. And I was I was thoroughly impressed. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into because your aesthetic in in your promos and in a lot of the um the the just brief materials that you're getting to see, especially in that kind of environment where it's like here, come see my show tomorrow night. Here, come see my show tomorrow night. Um, just very much screamed country. And I was like, okay, cool. I, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to country music at all. Right. And got into the show. And I think, uh, and this is this is the part where I, I, I feel stupid because I know I always remember it. My favorite part of the show was actually your cover of, is it Every Rose Has Its Thorn? Every Rose Has Its Thorn and Living on a Prayer. Yeah. Every Rose Has Its Thorn was what got me. And I was like, all the other, like the original music, like when you do covers, it's awesome because you're like, oh, I know that song. I can, even if you don't know like the the tempo and the manner in which it's going to be sung, you're like, I know the yep. words. Cool. All right. I can, right. I can hum along. I can kind of sing along. And that like put me over the edge. I was like, that cover is on point. That's amazing. And then I was like, Aww. that drew me in. And then your, your, um, your original music, I was just like, I was like, okay, I need the CD. Like after after hearing like hearing you perform it live, I was like, and you've now you've now sold yourself a CD on this. So I I, I commend you. You put on a fantastic show. Thanks. You know, I'm more comfortable, you know, on stage when there's a full band behind me and there's two electric guitars and I'm on acoustic and I've got a drummer and a bass player. 
but to to strip it down acoustic um, is a, a little bit more challenging um, because it's just it, you're in a completely different environment. You know, um, you know, is the PA going to be up to par? Is it not? You know, and and there's just all different you know room tones and, and stuff that you know sometimes it can sound a little bit out of tune or, or whatever but um it was it was great i mean you know it was a smaller crowd but it was so much fun and we played way over our time limit like the sound <laughs> oh i swear to god because we went in there the next night and they're like you only have 40 minutes you only have 40 minutes and i swear to god pat how long was the show like an hour and 20 minutes it, it was yeah it was definitely longer than 40 minutes oh, yeah. which the crowd the crowd was like bitch we paid we're good keep singing <laughs> that's the testament to the type of show you put on is that in an environment like that where a lot of times you're kind of having to watch the clock because um you're constantly cycling out entertainment right you know for those who haven't been to provincetown or you know especially during um during a an event week like that you have so many different shows that a lot of times are back to back to back to back, right. in, you know, at the Crown and Anchor between Paramount and um, what's the other room called? I can never remember the other room, the way you performed. Uh, the, Param- the Cabaret. The Cabaret yes. Room, yep. yeah. So for you guys to be able to keep an audience and have them really kind of just be en- enjoying the entertainment that you're providing. Right. That's a huge thing. That's a great, you know, testament to to the show that you're putting on the entertainment that you're providing for these people. A lot of times when I'm when I'm full band and and we have a longer, you know, uh, you know, like a 90 minute set or a two hour set or something like that, I always feel like like there's going to be like this shepherd's hook that comes out from behind the curtain to be like, give me a jab, and it's just like, shut up, shut up, because you know, <laughs> I like to talk, I like to tell stories, I like to be engaging, and I like to talk to people. So. I incorporate that a lot into the show. So it's a lot more than just, you know, playing and singing next song, next song, next song. I'd like to interact. I think I told uh, some, some, uh, some stories that night too. Um, and it was just a lot of, you know, I, I opened up the the show. You wanted the best. You got the best, the hottest band in the world. Oh wait, this isn't a kiss show, you know, just kind of weird <laughs> stuff to engage people, you know, and you just hear them laughing and you just feed off the energy of the crowd, you know? No, for sure. And that's, I mean, that's, that's huge because especially when you are, when you're an independent artist, when you are new to an area or that kind of like, you're new to Bear Week or you're new to Provincetown, whatever the case is. And I mean, I know that you're, you're originally from Boston, yep. correct? Yep. Okay. Um, but you need, you're, you're engaging an entirely new crowd that may have no clue who you are. Right. And having that kind of interaction and talking with them and doing these things really kind of, it, it's a huge thing. It's, it it's big. Build the relationship. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's what, that's what gets people to come back to your shows. That's what people, gets people to buy your records or follow you on, you know, social media, check out your videos and do all of that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I, I was thoroughly entertained and it was, it was awesome. definitely money well spent. Awesome. Great. I'm glad you liked it. Obviously, because we're still talking. If I had hated the show, I'd have been like... You know what? This would have been a different interview if you came the second night when they're like, um, time, time, time. So it was like, boom, 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 song, song, less interaction. And it just wasn't organic like the first night. It wasn't organic. They were pissed because we ran so late the night before and the sound man was this 
evil lesbian and I'm like, oh my God, chick, you need to chill just a little, chill just a little bit. Like, you know, these people are paying money and let me give them a show. And we wrapped <laughs> it up 40 minutes, you know, and then afterwards yeah. I went drunk because I was totally unimpressed by my performance. Well, I mean, either which way. And and truth be told, I was at that second show <gasps> and I still enjoyed it. No, I still enjoyed really? it. It was, but you yeah. see the difference, though. You see the difference. It didn't. It wasn't as organic as the first night. Yeah, but no matter what, the thing was, and because you guys kept on, because there was, there you guys kept on cracking a lot of jokes about the fact that, like, you know, all right, how much time we got left? What time is it? What's <laughs> Which, which honestly, in as in in a weird and kind of funny way, helped play to the crowd, right? And it, it kind of, you know, it may not have had that same organic feel and that same flow, but at the same time, it was like, you know, it it still was, it was entertaining, it was funny, and it was something that it, it kind of brought everybody else in on that that type of joke and, and got the crowd to go, you know, to to not feel like, to understand kind of why. Right. And and, and kind of play along with it. Yep. So trust me, it, it you may... Obviously, as an artist, as an entertainer, you notice these things and it, it affects you differently. Yeah. But I will tell you. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. From, from a crowd perspective and a crowd standpoint, it, it definitely, you still put on that show that was still entertaining, that still made people want to hear more from you and know who you were. Awesome. So, yep. so yeah, yep. so trust me, I, I, you're, you're an entertainer and that, that's exactly like the big thing about it is that you're able to work around the situations that are presented to you. Good deal. So, all right, so let's move into, so that's a little bit about you and our, our time in Provincetown. Cause now I just feel like, now I feel like we're not even doing an interview. We're just kind of reminiscing about last <laughs> year. <laughs> Which is fun. Don't get me wrong. But everybody else out there is probably sitting there going, all right, dude, stop talking about there you go. all the fun you had because now I'm jealous. Which people should come out to Provincetown Bear Week. If, for our Bear listeners out there, if you haven't been to Provincetown, oh. make a point to go. Go. 
Bear Week is amazing. It is super expensive and it's super crowded. So if you if you are not kind of familiar with being in a large bear event, maybe not the time for you. But Spooky Bear Weekend, Carnival, like there are a couple of other times that you can go up to Provincetown and be around um, bears and other, you know, homosexuals. And it's just, it's gorgeous. It is a beautiful, beautiful place. There's homosexuals uh, there? Oh, I, thought, I I ran into one or two. Oh. One or two. I, you know, That's I was shocked and appalled, but. There you go. <laughs> It's uh, it's actually going to be Brian's first time going, and our friend Chris, it's his first time going up there, and we're all headed up, and um, I'm super, super excited to to show them around Provincetown and and have them experience it yeah. in yep. you know brand new the way that I was yep. five six years ago. Well, we were we were virgins last year too. It was our first time going, and uh, just it was a great experience. It was so much fun. Yes, yes. So I mentioned earlier about your connection to RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, yeah. You're obviously, like we, we mentioned earlier, you're from Boston, so one of your big hometown girls is Miss Jocelyn Fox. That's right. Wonk, wonk. Wonk, wonk. Keep it funky. And, <laughs> the sad part is that I actually went ahead and still, you know. And I saw you. I still wonked my boob, <laughs> even though True. this is an audio podcast. <laughs> I, I've got to keep it authentic. Um, but in addition to that, you have a couple of other things, um, you're around again video, and then we'll talk about a little movie that's going to be, that made its premiere. Yeah. But, um, tell me a little bit about how you got involved with, uh, with the Drag Race Queens, yeah. the, the around again video and all of that kind of stuff. Sure. Well, about three years ago, um, I was headlining Worcester Pride or Wista Pride in Boston area. Um, and, um, there was this beautiful queen walking around in this really great green dress. Um, Michelle Visage would have been spitting nails out of her teeth. Um, and it was just, she was polished. She was really nice. Um, and I went up to her, I introduced myself and I says, wow, I says, you know, I says, you're really, you're gorgeous. You got the whole package. And, um, you know, I says, you know, RuPaul season six should be filming pretty soon. And she just kind of sat there like, <laughs> You know, the occasional thank you. <laughs> um, and, well, anyway, we switched information. We got to talking and stuff. Three weeks later, Jocelyn Fox announces on her website that she had been cast and already filmed season six. So I'm on a plane. Um, I forget where the hell I was going. Um, but I texted her and I says, hey, congratulations or congratulations for getting on the show. Um, this understands kind of the awkward silence that was there. Um, and then she's like, thank you very much. And then says to me, I want to be your video hoe. And I'm like, perfect <laughs> song. I'm like, absolutely. I got the perfect song, uh, which turned into uh, little miss John Wayne, a song on my CD. And we filmed it February 7th, um, three years ago. And, um, then that kind of opened up the whole door. Um, then world of wonder picked it up. Um, logo uh started supporting it on social media um and all that sort of stuff and the hits grew um you know and as i'm working on the record um there's a song around again which is actually a cover of rupaul which i took and kind of rewrote changed the key around um and just kind of like flavored it up just a little bit and um you know jocelyn saw me perform it and she's like you know we have to do another video and I'm like, yeah, I says, but it needs to be bigger. And she's like, oh, yeah. 
So uh, Jocelyn was able to help, um, and I have to refer to my screen here for a second, has uh, helped me reach out to Monica Beverly Hills, Jaden Dior Fierce, Juju B, Jade Sotomayor, Kelly Mantle, and Jade Jolie, because I always forget one. Uh, <laughs> and some local queens, uh, Carmen De La Rouge uh, from Louisville and Leah Holston from Louisville. So we filmed it at play in Louisville. And um, the rest was her story, hunty. Um, it got picked up, went viral, and uh, you know, in the first uh, weekend, we got twenty thousand hits off of the thing. So, um, and it really opened up a lot of doors. Um, you know, come to present time now, um, you know, I've been able to play some uh, clubs and, and doing some drag shows, uh, singing to tracks and stuff. It's been super cool. And uh, got approached by a gentleman by the name of Matt Kugelman. Um, who uh, is good friends with Bianca Del Rio and um, filming Hurricane Bianca. So um, he let me know, hey, you know, uh, would you like maybe some music placement in the movie? And I'm like, hell yeah, I would. Um, and then it turned into that to a invitation um, to go to Dallas and be an extra in uh, the finale scene in the movie. Um, I did some voiceovers for the movie um, and super cool. So here's a little fun fact. Okay, so you know that picture um, in this latest uh, season eight where the first challenge, they had all the winners from all the seasons and then had um, a clown sitting mm -hmm. in Bianca Del Rio? Well, yep. that day, she was filming in um, Houston, Texas. Or no, it was Dallas. And that was the day that I was there and we were filming for the movie. So fun, fun, fun fact, fun little trivia fact. That um, was that that was the funniest part. I season eight underwhelmed me quite a bit, in, especially the beginning half of the season. Yeah. But that the damn the damn circus clown was awesome, was fantastic. And then for her, what was it during the was it during the video shoot, the last recorded episode before they went to the finale? Yeah. Bianca rolls through. Yep, yeah. I gotta say, Bianca Del Rio kind of broke the show oh i've been saying that since... he raised the bar into the stratosphere and un there, there's there i'm sorry there ain't uh, i mean there's probably a queen out there that can give her a run for the money but un until rue finds her man oh man just bianca broke the show season six almost in totality broke oh. the show yeah that they, they hit a bar of talent and personalities and entertainment that just it, it they have not been able to kind of recapture and top that right. and people I've, I've seen lists where they're like blah, 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 season six it's you know so formulaic and i'm like yeah okay so you've got the ingenue you've got the comedian you've got this but you know so they all fit into a a, a trope or a stereotype but their personalities and the people that they are right took that to a whole other level every episode and it flowed into untucked before they screwed with untucked yeah. you know made it a, a weekly webisode and, and changed the whole format and stuff it was really the last time you got a chance to really form the relationships like i think season seven was an epic fail because they went into the new format with untucked you didn't the editing was horrible and you didn't really get a chance to connect with any of the girls and then after season six being so stellar it was like wah wah you know, I, yeah. I thought season eight, I enjoyed season eight. It was definitely a step up from seven, um, you know, and it had its it had its good moments. I thought Untucked was really good this year because the, the cast I thought was much better. 
Yeah, and I mean, once he got rid of, and I don't want to call them dead weight, but the personalities I don't think were as big in the first five, four or five. But it was only uh, with only what twelve queens this year. Yeah, four or five. You're pretty much cutting it to about about the halfway point. Yeah. Um, but roughly your like top six queens, once they were on their own and kind of being able to interact with each other, I think that definitely stepped up the quality of the season. Oh yeah, for sure. I was a little less kind of like, all right, what's going on now? Like it, it definitely stepped up a bit, and we had some queens that were were better personality wise right you know pearl was really nice when she came and performed at parliament house during white party but i couldn't you know like watching her was like watching paint dry oh my god is there something on my face (laughs) Uh. but i will tell you that i will tell you if you're ever face to face with pearl that bitch will make you feel like you are being molested with her eyes wow it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I'm I'm a bear. I'm you know I'm 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 a short fat white boy. Ah! Uh, <laughs> I, it's how I describe myself. It's especially when I do videos rapping with somebody like Estelle. I'm like the short fat white boy is is rapping to Estelle. It, it it doesn't work, but it does. I'll tell you that. But we were standing there getting ready for a show, and I was working backstage as uh, filling in as a stage manager, and I forget what happened, but she just she kind of the like not cornered me but we were like in close proximity and i was like i forget what she said but it was just like i feel dirty and like i've been violated (sighs) and it's not in a bad way (laughs) like it it just it's very interesting but yeah seven seven wasn't seven wasn't great (laughs) six six was probably the last season where i was like i really thoroughly enjoyed the majority of the queens yeah Absolutely. Minus a few. You know, and then let's see what uh, what's in store for um, All-Stars, too. We'll see. Yeah. You know, that might help them be... hope to, uh, I don't know, season six raise the bar, even with All-Stars. Uh, we'll see. I think All-Stars will be fun, but the only problem is, one, you've got so many queens now, especially this time around, who are so loved by so many people. Oh, yeah. That it's going to be so freaking hard to. I think this will bring back some of the enjoyment of, and the suspense of like, oh my god, who's going to go home? Okay, so who's who's your winner for for All Stars two? You know, I don't know. There's so many spoilers out there as to who's on the show, who's not on the show. I don't know. I'm really become a big Alaska fan. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> Come on, flowers. Come on, other type of flowers. Come on, Come on Nina flowers. <laughs> that is by far my favorite, my favorite thing from any of her videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll. It, I think it'll definitely bring back a. Um, a desire to watch every week yeah. and it'll be interesting to see if they do um if they do the teams again i hope not that was an epic fail it it was interesting but i know that they i realized that well first off we all knew that chad michaels was getting the damn crap oh, of course honestly there was it was basically like why here's... because she's professional she's professional she's professional i've been doing it forever i'm professional chad michaels is awesome <laughs> I like 
Chad Michaels is a sweetheart. I've, I've had the honor. Professional. <laughs> she's a professional sweetheart. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Like there are so many people that are going to be on the show this time around that should have or could have won their season. Right. That it's a much harder. Aside from Fifi O'Hara, I don't think Fifi O'Hara is going to win. Yeah, uh, she's the only one. I'm like, meh. Yeah. And maybe Roxy. Oh. But, I mean, like, Detox is, is going to be back on, yep. you know, Alaska, Adore. Um, Alyssa Edwards. Alyssa Edwards. You know, like, yeah. I can't, I can't tongue pop like that. I'm envious. <laughs> um, but it'll be interesting to see how see how all that ties in together. All right. So, I don't want to keep you uh, right. too much longer. Oh. All right. Well, um Glenn Stewart, you are going to be here at Bear Bus, yes. October 20th to the 23rd, uh, 2016, in case you're listening to this in another year, uh, at the Parliament House. I'm so excited to be bringing you down for it. You're going to be playing Saturday night as part of a new little setup that we have going on for a Saturday night event. I haven't really talked about it yet, so awesome. um, I don't I don't want to really give too much of that away. Top secret. <laughs> Uh, so if you are going to be in Orlando and you've checked out Glenn's stuff, please make sure to come on down for that. If they don't do that, how can they find you online? Um, GlennStewart.net, G-L-E-N-N-S-T-E-W-A-R-T.net, Facebook, um, Instagram, uh, what else is there? Um, uh, Tumblr, no, that's the porn thing. Um, Twitter, (laughs) Twitter too. Oh, you don't you don't have a Tumblr site? I don't. I, I well, I do have one, but it's under a different name because you wouldn't want to see it. Nothing to do mm-hmm. with the music, but it's mm. good. I'll text it to you. Okay, very good, very good. <laughs> <laughs> also, check out his videos on YouTube. Just look for uh, for Glenn Stewart. You can check out the Around Again video, which is awesome. Little Miss John Wayne. When I announced you, I actually put links to both of those videos, so that way awesome. our our Bear slash Drag Race fans would be able to um to to kind of get a feel for you as well uh so with that being said thank you for joining us glenn thank you very much for having me and i look forward to orlando uh we look forward to having you here we will chat with you soon so thank you guys for listening to this episode of flame on and we will see y'all next time see you fair week bye bye thanks for listening to flame on presented by nerdy show if you like what you heard please rate and review us on itunes like and follow us on soundcloud and audioboom or subscribe and stream on google play flame on was created by brian pitter and is engineered by pat o'rourke as listener supported entertainment we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the nerdy show network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via patreon any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programs, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and Flame On on all your favorite social networks. Follow us at Flame On Podcast on Twitter and Flame On Show on Facebook, Tumblr, and all your favorite gay hookup ads. If it's gay and geeky, we've got you covered. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.